Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this recap episode of Flow Over Fear. And I'm going to talk about the interview that I just had with Justin Mayna. And uh, Justin is an American Ninja Warrior athlete. He is a TV host. He is a model and a spokesperson. He's doing all sorts of things. And he owns a massage therapy company called uh, 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 Just In Just Incredible. And by the way, you know, pun-based businesses are my favorite kinds of businesses. So not only that, but he's an amazing massage therapist who is really a massage therapist to the stars. But more importantly, he has a pun-based name, which is awesome. Uh, but I digress. Um, he's, he's actually built that business into a very, very thriving company uh, that services high-value uh, high clientele and, uh, and, and is, is doing very well on that. But in addition to that, um, part of what if part of his biggest calling and his message is helping others to uh, embrace and rise above and overcome their fears. He himself has a vast experience in overcoming fears through his own life. When he was younger, when he was when he was a, a, a when he was a child, he experienced fear in two in two primary ways. That a his voice he felt that his voice didn't matter. And so that caused him a lot of fear when he was around friends and, and family and things like that. And it might say things to him, people that loved him, but they might've said things to him that, uh, um, you know, that made him feel like his voice didn't matter. And growing up with a lisp as well, um, you know, it was hard. It, it, it was always obviously a challenge for him to communicate and people would make fun of him for that. And that presented, you know, his first set of challenges. In addition, he was terrified to get too close to people, um, which uh, uh, which was also based on a lot of that, the interactions that he had with friends and family or people teasing him about things uh, uh, going on his, in his life. And, um, and that obviously shaped some of his young life, but he'd met people and he was, he was drawn to individuals in his life that helped him to come out of that, mentors. And this is, again, a theme that comes up a lot in this show. Um, and I know I sound like a broken record, but I sound like a broken record because it's true. The community and mentors and people who you ha who have what you want can be a huge value for you uh, in your life. And not only that, but uh, faith became an important part of Justin's life. Uh, faith is also something that comes up a lot in this in this show, and I know. You know, in a lot of ways, it can be a controversial topic, but it's an important one. It's an important one to discuss because it is an element that 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 uh, high achievers that that have overcome fear. There's faith is is an important part of that journey of how they overcome it. Faith in a higher power. It's part of my journey. And I'm not pushing it on anybody, but it's definitely something to be explored. Um, and faith is really is as as Justin put it is is testing fear. Um, and, uh, because we, we have a lot of fear in our lives and one of, um, 
one of his philosophies is not just flow over fear, which is mine, but, but is faith over fear is allowing faith to help us through that journey. And that showed up for the first time or for, well, in one of the first times in his life, uh, with regard to his fear of sharks. And he told this amazing story about how he's always, that's always been one of his biggest fears is a fear of sharks. And, you know, one night he decided around midnight that he was going to jump into this canal that was uh, in, in Florida there where bull sharks were common. And in this area where sharks were predominantly, you know, exist a lot of times, he jumped in there and he swam across the canal. Um, and then tired and exhausted from swimming across the canal, he knew he would have to actually swim back through those shark infested waters. And as he pointed out, the sharks now knew he was there because they heard him splashing around. They heard all this. And furthermore, he cut his foot on a bed of oysters, which meant that there was blood in the water. And, um, so anybody still knew that the idea of being attacked by a shark was, was, was minimal. So obviously there's, there's an element of, of, of being cautious there. Not, not that fear is preventing from being in danger, but there's a, there's a level of caution there that, uh, um, that, that he knew that, well, you know, that, that shark attacks were rare. So he knew that he could probably get across, but that fear was overwhelming. And if any of you have experienced the fear of sharks, and I have, having swim in a number of triathlons, I've swam in shark and what would be considered quote unquote shark infested waters uh, before. I I swam at a place where somebody was attacked by a shark and nearly killed. And the reason that person wasn't killed was because the, a lifeguard boat happened to be within fifty yards of where that person was being attacked, but they were still severely injured. Um, and that, that was the, that was the swim area where we, where we swam in. I would dress up like a sea lion in my wetsuit to swim in that bay. And people may call me stupid for it, but there, but there's also a sense of those things are so rare. Um, you know, thousands and thousands of people swim in those waters every year without being attacked, but it's that one that heightens our, it, it's the intensity of that that danger and and the the uh, of the negative outcome that uh, that affects us and so that was the same fear that Justin had to overcome by swimming there and swimming back and he did that and it was this epiphany moment that he that he learned from that that he realized that from his perspective what he said that there was this this evil that was that was always telling us that we should amplify that fear and and listen to it and and not not do the thing uh because we're afraid but we're drawn to a higher calling that means that even if even though we experience that fear even though that fear is there that we should go anyway we should lean into it now what i say about about it is is that i look at fear as a signal in our lives fear is a signal that we're pushing up against our comfort zone Fear is a a signal for danger, and evolutionarily speaking, of course, danger is going to be there, and it's going to um, uh, and, it, and it's going to exist in our lives. And a lot of times, it's telling us that there's legitimate danger that we want to stay away from. But on other, in other cases, it's also telling us that that we are approaching or we have pushed up against our comfort zone, and we have an opportunity to grow. And uh, and in this case, you know, Justin 
Justin uh, uh, interpreted that as the opportunity to grow, which became one of his core values. Um, and, and it was a real, real powerful way of leaning into his faith and building upon that, uh, uh, that faith and, and building upon that journey of, of rising above fear. Now, for many people hearing this, thinking about the idea of being afraid of something, terrified of something like sharks, and just jumping into the water and going anyway, seems a little extreme. And, you know, it is, but I, and I, and I pressed on Justin a little bit on that because, because when, uh, uh, but, and, and he added the context of saying, well, no, it took him 10 years to get up to that point with baby steps. You know, he took these, these incremental steps up to that point. Um, so the goal is not necessarily just to, just to realize you're afraid of something and do a swan dive all the way over into the, into the belly of your biggest fears, but really to incrementally start to, you know, immerse yourself in them, building yourself up to the point where you can jump into the proverbial canal that's full of sharks. That's the, that's the power of rising above fear and pushing beyond our comfort zone and looking at fear as a signal. Ad, a, adventure is an antidote to anxiety. And one of the things that Justin said is that adventure makes him a better man. And I can resonate with that. Adventure makes us better people and adventure makes it worth living, makes this life worth living. Um, and, you know, when we got into the discussion of some of the routines that Justin brings in, um, you know, a couple of the routines is, is that he looks at every morning his core values and his purpose and his vision. And what he defines as core values is, is what he finds to be true in this world, no matter what. Meaning if you have a value that might change based on the conditions that you're in or based on your life, what's going on in your life, well, then it's not a core value because it can change. But if there's something that you held with a, a belief that you hold with such conviction that it will never change, it's a core value. And, um, and how do we find our core values? It's a challenging question that we answer. And Justin mentioned that the way that he has found his and the way that he recommends that people do is that if you're put into a situation or you're put in, or if you meet somebody that really, really tugs at your heart. Um, and when you, so when you meet a person that, and, and your heart is pulled in that direction, chances are that person has something that you want, has something that you desire, has, is, is living amongst your core values. And that may be somebody to learn from. And the more you can learn, the more you can immerse yourself in, in reading about these things and all of that, the more you can start to identify and internalize your core values and start to live them. Then you can start speaking them every day and reinforcing them in, uh, in, in your life. Um, and that's, you could tell that Justin, just in this interview, that he is a man of purpose. He's a man of conviction and, and belief. And he pursues and he lives out his core values in, in this way. And you could tell that it, it tell with the energy that he's able to put out that it's, it's extremely positive and, and, and that it's going to push him in the right direction. As he said, if you stay in your lane and you stay true to your convictions, you know, doors will open doors, you know, that the, the things, the, the, the positive things will be laid out to you and it won't always be easy, but it's going to, but things will open for you uh, as long as you stay in your lane, as long as you stay true to those convictions. Um, 
Now that now the shark thing wasn't obviously his first experience with overcoming fear. Um, his one of his first experiences with that is was learning to do a backflip, and learning to do a backflip is something that I've been afraid of, you know, my whole life for the very same reason that Justin was afraid of doing it in his first time. He didn't want to. He didn't want to land on his head. He didn't want to break his neck, and I certainly don't want to do that either. I'm a klutz. I uh, have no coordination whatsoever. You ask my son, who is a who is a contortionist, he can stick his legs behind his neck and do all this kind of stuff. He could do a backflip like that, no problem. I, I am I'm as limber as a tree, basically, and I uh, uh, I will um, I can basically go fall down straight or fall down the other way straight. I fall down a lot, but I can't do a backflip. Uh, I, I I can't bend that certain way. But I'm convinced by Justin that, you know, 43 year old man like myself can learn to do one. And, um, and it, it, I guess that it, that there's, that really it took, while it took him two years to learn how to do a backflip, what was really the biggest obstacle was the fear that he had to get over. And once, once that, once he got over that, the mechanics of doing it and the mechanics of working with someone to help him, you know, do it really, uh, really started coming. And then once he did it, he was able to do it over and over and over and over again. So once we get over that, once we can rise above that fear and start doing it, we can repeat the process and we can, you, you know, we can, we can do it again. It's just an act of, of looking at fear, being afraid, doing it anyway. A couple of the points that came into mind with regard to that backflip is that it takes absolute uh, commitment takes absolute commitment because if you're not committed and you start doing that backflip, boy, you're going to fail. That's where you do land on your head, right? So commitment is the key to it. When you're doing it, you run, you put all your energy into it and you do that explosive force into doing that backflip. But once he learned it and he started getting into acrobatics and he started practicing a lot of these, these things and, and he started getting into massage therapy, which interestingly enough, uh, conditioned his hands, uh, while doing this massage therapy, conditioned his hands to have better grip strength, to actually be able to grip things better. And that led him down the path of acrobatics. And, and, and he, he was asked by a number of people, why don't you try out for American Ninja Warrior? And, you know, he'd always kind of put it off, but then he did it and he realized he could be pretty good at it. And he ended up doing that for, uh, doing the American Ninja Warrior circuit, maybe being, you know, one of the very, very, very few people out of a hundred thousand people who, who apply for that every year, he did it and he ended up doing, he ended up being a part of that for a number of seasons. Um, so it goes to show that kind of some of the skills that you can get from, from life, um, you know, maybe it starts with overcoming one simple fear, like doing a backflip. You know, if you do a backflip, where does that lead you down the path of what you can achieve? Um, now I'm not suggesting that you have to do a backflip. I'm just saying that that is one of the things is where are your fears becoming an obstacle to you reaching your true potential? The backflip may not be the thing, but think about the doors that can open. If you just face that one fear that, that is blocking you. If you just rise up to embrace the fear and you, and you take it on as a challenge to push past your comfort zone, where will that take you? Will it take you onto a stage in front of thousands of people? 
Will it take you onto the into the athletic world as an American Ninja Warrior, as an Ironman World Champion, or will it take you to new levels in your career or your relationships? Will you ask somebody for their phone number and find that you've met the met the met your soulmate? Those things require that we lean into fear, that we risk rejection, that we that we risk pain, that we risk being hurt, but that ultimately we live this fulfilling life of adventure and that we find freedom because the more that we, the more that we embrace fear as a signal that we're about to grow, the more we open up freedom for ourselves in our lives, whatever that means for you, more we open up freedom, leaning into fear, embracing fear as a signal opens up a life of freedom. And freedom is one of Justin's core values. And that freedom means to him, that's, that's his happy place, is, is being free to explore new, new parts of the world without the burden of, of having to report to somebody or, or know, that there's, um, know that, that, that there's something coming tomorrow or, or what have you. That's the ultimate happy place that, that he has. So his suggestion... And so that's kind of the, the lesson that we learn here is when we start to learn to embrace fear, the world opens up to us as it did for Justin. Now he's known as an American ninja warrior and the person who once had a speech impediment and felt that he didn't have it, that his voice didn't matter is now speaking from stages and sharing his wisdom all over the world. It's a powerful message. And now he shares it on his, his new show, which should be coming out soon. If it's not out, uh, if it's not out already, it's on YouTube. Um, and it's called, uh, the fear hunter. And, um, and if you look out for that, that, that if, if it's not out yet, you can follow Justin at Justin Mena official. That's J U S T I N M A I N A official, uh, on Instagram. And, uh, and there you can see what's coming up in his life. The last little nugget of wisdom that he left with us was re with, with regard to what we should do and how we can embrace fear as we go forward, how we can rise above it. And that is to surround ourselves with people, surround ourselves with mentors. This is a common theme on the show, again, with high achievers, is to surround yourself with mentors that really have what you want and that can help you through it, or a community of people and actively seek to get rejected and learn to embrace rejection in the same way we can embrace fear because that rejection is ultimately a fear that we that we you know that that that, that a lot of people have and when we can get rejected and we we can learn to be okay with that and learn to embrace it well then we can start to grow from it we can start to grow beyond it we can start to to learn that we are not the result of other people's feelings about us. We are, and, and that we have, that we are worthy, that, uh, that it doesn't own us. And then we can start to gain that freedom. So if you want to listen to more, um, of this, uh, of this interview with Justin that I had, listen to it on Apple iTunes. It was really, really good. I was grateful to have him on. I'm grateful to have him in my circle of friends now. And you could find him on YouTube. You could find him on Instagram. And, uh, uh, keep up with him. Cause he's going to, he's going to, he's, he's going to light, he, he's going to be a light in the world. 
So, uh, uh, so get in touch with them. And as he said in the past, if there's anything that you have questions regarding that, uh, uh, regarding fear or anything like that, reach out to either one of us and, um, and, and, you know, uh, and, and we'll do our best to, to help in, in whatever ways we can. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Flow Over Fear podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. I will be so grateful if you do, and I'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode. I'll see you then.